don't. I don't, <laughs> they, I don't think they, I don't. We're live. Are we live? Hello. Yes, we're Hello, live. <laughs> and we're having a fantastic time already. <laughs> we got a heated debate about insurance going on right now. <laughs> yeah, insurance. The romance writer's take on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, someone's going in a book. <laughs> there yeah. you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> And Bella will be right back. Yes, and Bella's coming back. Wait. Yes, there she is. The dog wants to come out. The dog wants to go in. It's just like having a toddler. Yeah. True. True. Hey, Anita. All right. Well, I guess we should probably get started then since yeah. we're already live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spilling Ink. We are the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet authors and professionals in the publishing industry. And as promised, two new to you authors to talk to this week. Uh, again, we're talking about the Rituals and Runes book that is coming out. What day? Tuesday. 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 Wow. Three days. Three I know. Days. I can't believe it's all here. <laughs> you guys have got to be like just so, so excited to finally get this baby out there. Yes. Yes. Definitely. It's been a year in the making and yep. we are super excited to get this to you guys. It looks like a great assortment of stories. And at 99 cents, I mean, how can you pass up that offer, right? Right. <laughs> there it's are like 30, 30 stories. 30, 30 stories. And they're brand new and they're just full of magic and, you know, lusty vampires and sexy shifters. And if you follow me on TikTok, I am going to be putting up a very special video the day after release. Ooh. And it's a surprise. So it's CD Gory. <laughs> and I'll let yeah. you know. And you're going to, I'm going to send it to you, Katie, because Jane will already see it. Yeah. <laughs> but I need it. to, yeah, I need to see as well. Since you've already started to talk about it, CD, do you want to tell our, our audience about you and your books? Um, sure. I'm C.D. Gorey. I'm a paranormal romance and urban fantasy writer. Um, I'm from New Jersey, so New Jersey actually features a lot in my books. It's almost a character. It's either a setting or a backdrop for my characters. Uh, you know, write what you know. <laughs> um, I have about 137 books out right now, I think. No, I'm mm -hmm. wrong. 147. I don't do math. I do words. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm co-writing with our uh, fearless leader, Gina Cade, for this set, Rituals and Runes. And the book we're putting out is book two in a series called The Witches of Westwood Academy. And the title of the book is Air Witch. And uh, the series is about five elemental witches in their 20s. The Academy is more like a university. And they're all there together and they all have to come into their elemental power. And while they do so, they're going to have a little mystery, a little adventure and some serious romance. Uh, this particular witch is going to kind of butt heads with a assistant professor who doesn't <laughs> like her work and has the audacity to fail her. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And I uh, hope you guys love it. I love it already. Sounds wonderful. That Thank sounds you. super cool. It looks like we got yeah. two pre-orders already. Margaret's pre-ordered. Yeah. Anita's pre-ordered. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, you know, we need this. So thank you. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to start reading. I've got my pre-order already done too. It's going to be, uh, going to be some fun times. Bella, Excellent. do you want to tell us about your stuff? Sure. Um, I'm Bella Rocco 40. 
um, often pronounced Roccaforte, but it is actually Roccaforte. Um, and I live in Georgia. I, I've been writing since, I've been publishing since 2012. And I, I, I never thought I'd ever say this before, but I'm humbled by CD. Um, I only, I only have 34 books published. <laughs> I'm crazy. Don't be humbled. I'm, I'm a little No, no, no. I don't, yeah, mother of five. You know, I was writing full time for a little while, but now I'm also, you know, rocking the full time job, single mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gentle with myself, but um, I write horror, paranormal romance, dark paranormal. And my contribution to Rituals and Runes is actually an incredibly special story to me. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's called The Raven Sorceress and I'm going to get a little misty eyed. Sorry. Um, it is uh, it's it's a story about self-sacrifice and it's a story about, you know, finding out who you really are and standing up for those that can't stand up for themselves. And the you know, at the time when I had when I had signed up for to be a part of this set, um a very, very dear friend of mine had just died by suicide. And I, I, I needed some sort of affirmation of life and, and signing up for this and making a promise to myself that I was going to keep doing what I loved and continue to love writing um, that, that inspired this entire story. And it is, it's dedicated to his oldest son Um who is is a character in the book and so th this book is this book is so meaningful to me in so many ways aside from having the opportunity to meet so many amazing authors that i've never worked with before um or even interacted with before has been amazing and getting to have this story be a part of such an amazing set and all this talent i'm so humbled by it because everybody is so amazing so yeah, I'm I'm super excited about you know reader feedback and you know my betas were all like we love that you're getting back to your roots of you know you're scary and you know action packed and so in so many ways this book is just a huge triumph for me and so it's a little selfish but yeah along with everybody else it's it really is just an incredible honor to be part of this and the fact that it's it's four days away i'm just like i'm over here i'm like hyperventilating and it's, it's like i've never released a book before but this this really feels like the first time for me and i'm just like so excited you know <laughs> i think we all are like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's definitely we've been working really hard you know, on this, um, our publisher is Naughty Nights Press, and I've been like helping her, helping Gina, who's the boss, like manage the set, so I can really vouch for the fact that these authors, these thirty women, have really come together, and we don't all know each other, <laughs> but for the past no. year, we've been working so yeah. closely together to, you know, make this happen, and not just to you know, deliver you guys awesome, unique individual stories that are going to keep you reading all through October. Cause this is like over a thousand pages guys for 99 sets. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know, we, we are trying to be seen as indie authors, which is a struggle as everybody knows. And we're trying to hit a list and that's why we're bringing it for such a low price. And 
you know, with your help, hopefully, you know, we can get there. And it's really a huge accomplishment, you know, for everyone, because the more indies are taken seriously by this industry, you know, the more we band together and lift each other up, it's just better for every single indie author out there. You know, there's, there's sometimes a lot of hate in this industry and it's, it's no good, you know, it's no good. We need to, right. you know, be seen and community. Yeah, exactly. It's so this has been a wonderful experience. Like Bella said, it's been humbling. It's been really uplifting because it's so nice to see professionals come together and be able to work on something like this. You know, it's, it's, it's special. Hi, Rebecca. It's a learning experience too, for authors who are coming in who maybe don't know how to market their books. I mean, yeah. You guys are doing marketing across all different social media platforms, different types of marketing, using uh, videos, using graphics, using newsletter swaps. So for authors coming into it, they're really getting a an education. Oh, yes. Yeah, like author boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really <laughs> is. And I apologize well, for whip cracking, you know. No, <laughs> like, that, I mean, no, no, no. If, man, if I see that I've been tagged by UCD, I'm like, oh, crap, what did I forget? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my kids say. <laughs> no, and, and my biggest problem is, is I'm, I'm very independent. And so I'm over here and I'm doing my thing. And, and then I'll get a, what have you done for us lately? And I'm like, I don't even remember, but I know I've been working like a lot. And then I got to try to write it down and remember what I've done. And I'm like, I swear, but I'm so bad about like, you know, sharing what I'm doing. Yeah. My day job is a business analyst and, and I do some project management work. So I'm very, very regimented on when I do things <laughs> and updating things. <laughs> You are and great. It's, it's great. You, you, she's like got me on my toes, Miss Jane over here. And I'm like, what did I do? What did I say? I need more of that in my life. Well, it's, it's, I think, it's, yeah, it it's must be a planner thing. I think that's yeah. my daughter got a little bit for me. <laughs> but I'm a little bit more, you know, flighty than she is. <laughs> That See, that's why I need to work with you more often, Jane. I, I need the babysitter to, to tell me what to do. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny. We were talking before this about having to, to write in sequence. Mm. I used to be like that. And then I wrote with her. <laughs> and, and then she taught me and, and it's made me faster. And I've, you know, I've only been, I've been writing since like 2010 we're publishing since 2010 and I've got 69 books out. So <laughs> 69, yay! One book out is an incredible feat, guys. And it's so brave. I'm always so impressed by anybody who does this because writing is so personal and mm -hmm. writers are introverts, you know, even though it doesn't seem like it. We are. <laughs> like we're, we're shy or we grew up shy or bashful. Not Bella. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> <laughs> but we did and then like you put personal aspects in a book even a book as you know fantastical as one about a guy who turns into a hundred you know thousand pound dragon who's gonna you know mm -hmm. fall in love with this woman who's like some badass who i don't know does anything <laughs> you know just can take over the world and you just you write this crazy wonderful fantasy and you put it out there and you're putting part of yourself in it and yes. then you're letting complete strangers read it and judge it and judge you. And it's terrifying. So even, you know, whether you have one book or a book not finished or, you know, 3,000 books out, like you're still 
like mm-hmm. a fantastic, brave, wonderful, courageous person. Like, <laughs> you know, and you know, sometimes you know, people write a book that's two hundred thousand words, and other stories are twenty thousand words, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not always the size, right, Bella? <laughs> right, size doesn't matter. It's how it makes you feel. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I really, exactly. I need a big book to satisfy me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a size queen. We have a size queen. We have a size queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rebecca will surely comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we got a question though from the audience here. Margaret's asking. How do you decide what books to buy, which ones to read next? And do you cater to that in your own marketing efforts? What I can take this buy? one. Because I, I can, I, I'll, I, I can answer this one because for me, it's a, it's a little different. I actually love reading the classics. Um, and I also love, I love reading indies. And when I first started, um, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with Addison Moore. If you're not, you should be. Um, She's fantastic and amazing. And I read her Celestra series and just absolutely fell in love with it. It was like, it was like a pinnacle of my career when I actually got to meet her in person. And, you know, now we're like friends and stuff. And so that I, I literally picked it up because I saw it as a recommendation on Facebook and, you know, started reading it. And so that's how I started choosing what books is based on what other people were recommending. And then I think everybody here can commiserate with me when like I have a friend now, because now I think, I think I have like three constant friends in my life that aren't writers. Mm -hmm. And so all of my friends are writers. And when they have something coming out, you know, I, I want to buy it to support them. And then I want to read it because I live in terror of one of my author friends being like, oh, did you read my book? And me being like, no, not yet. So, <laughs> so, so I read books based on my friends that are releasing books because I want to, I, I want to support my community because that's what's important to me. And so that's how I decide what I'm reading next. And sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. Like I think, I think CD and I think you've released like five books in the last four weeks. And I'm like, I can't keep up. Stop. You know? That wasn't my um, fault. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. Don't say like, releases that I had to quickly put out a, a small press they were in kind of went under and I did a bunch of rewrites. I added like 20,000 words, redid the covers and then had to get those out with some others. And like two were co-writes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I only did half the work, but but um yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, so some of these are re-releases. Sorry, y'all, we gotta have an aside. Some of these are re-releases. <laughs> um the Maverick Pride Tales are re-releases, yes. But okay, so I thought that, like, different- I was drunk or something because yeah. I'm reading this and I'm like, I swear I've read this before. <laughs> but yeah, I said oh yeah, well. You're not su- subscribed to my newsletter then because it's explained. <laughs> these are, these I are maybe, <laughs> but I, I know that there are two kinds of people in the world. People that have like no unread messages in their Gmail. I have 72,000. Yeah, I unread. I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit that. <laughs> but I, I have to leave them unread because if I read them, then I'll forget them. Right, Jane? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah. like, this is off How? the brain, right? Because when I was in college, my roommate used to open my mail and sort it for me and make sure I paid bills. And I just felt like some crazy person. And now my husband does it. So if oh. I could get him to open my email. It would be one of those. Yeah. Where do I find one of those? Yeah, it was great. Well, I'm like, I, I don't I, ever I really, look at mail. I'm sorry. I, what really, is I mean, even at work, even at my day job, mm-hmm. all my emails are read. And I read very fast. I read The Stand in one day. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I can that. read very fast, but I only want to read something that I want to read. Yeah, <laughs> See, true. That's true. Like, well, yeah, I well, I mean, I scan it. I'm like, okay, not important. Okay, I have to answer that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's something I love about this indie author journey like I'm on, because this is like, this is my job. So mm-hmm. I pick what I want to do. <laughs> you know, and I'm my boss. And I don't... Uh, you know, if I don't want to subscribe, I don't. <laughs> and I don't open. Freedom and, is good. The responsibility, you know. of course, comes with it, but you've got the freedom. Yeah. <laughs> got, uh, Patricia's asking for another uh, book count from everybody. Oh, geez. 69. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 147. Yeah. But some of them are short, <laughs> but it's 147. <clears throat> I think I'm at 36 of my own, but I also have a. I forgot to, I stopped counting on the ghostwritten ones, but 36 mm-hmm. of my own total. And, but mm-hmm. you guys have like millions of words too. So they are bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some are bigger. I'm bringing up the rear at <clears throat> only 34. Hey, <laughs> only. That is a respectable number. Fantastic accomplishment. This really no, is. you know what? I'm, I'm 100% comfortable with it because I, I only write what I'm loving writing now. Um, mm-hmm. And I only write when I want to. Um, and that bringing that love back to writing, I, I I jokingly say only, but I'm still incredibly proud of every word that I've ever written. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, but yeah, I'm only 34. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. Really. Well, I mean, and I'm only that word published because I have like a million <laughs> that are like half written. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have half written books. What? You don't have I like do a pile of like half written, written stories? Books. Oh. Um, no, when I when I start I something, one. I finish it. Wow. I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know if I have. I don't think I have any unpublished because I've either. So when I finish it, I publish it, and then I move on. That's true. That's that's definitely yeah. something. I mean, I think I can relate to that because I do I need to do this in order and I need to get it out. And part of those re-releases, fellas, because you know they came down so quickly and I wasn't made aware and I got freaked out and I was like, oh my god, I better reread these. And then I started adding and like doubling the words and I had to introduce new characters and recover them. <laughs> and it became this whole labor of love and I'm going through it as quickly as I can because like I need them to be done and out there because they were already on my finish list you know mm-hmm. and I'm not well, I think we might both be caught up in that and yeah. and here's what I did with that I'm just like well maybe someday <laughs> maybe someday I'll get them back out you know this was like this is a hugely um you know you're talking about popular series like this one for some reason I get you know a lot of feedback from readers who really enjoy the series so i really wanted to get it back to them as quickly as possible yeah Um, and the thing that really did it for me we were talking about covers so part of my writing process is i need to have my cover first you know (laughs) but because i write curvy heroines you know with big you know sexy muscular 
shifters, it was really difficult to find cover models. So mm -hmm. I came across an artist who was doing renders and she made me beautiful renders of curvier women with like big hunky men. And I was totally blessed finding her and it's been wonderful. So now I've employed her to do like 50,000 of these for me. <laughs> Stop asking me for things that I'm like, never, I will never. <laughs> so Y'all. I'm just saying if the cover trend ever moves away from the rendered characters, we are so screwed. screwed. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot of questions popping up here in the chat. We should probably get to some of those. Hold on. Yeah. We'll back here. Uh, let's see. Uh, inspiration. Well, yeah. What inspires us? What, what inspires you guys? You too. <laughs> You can go. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I'm a big mouth. We're, we're all just chatterboxes, and then we're like, no, 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 you, you can go. Oh, everything. Can't trade really secrets. Just everything. Dreams, <laughs> nightmares. Yep. Depends on the book. True, though, because like daily stupidity. Chronic <laughs> people watching. Yeah, people watching. Yep. No, grocery store shopping. You ever listen oh, to people in the grocery store? <laughs> crazy. And that dialogue is too good to pass up. Oh, yeah. And there I am with my little iPhone, like re speaking. <laughs> I'm like, this has to go in a book. I can't believe you just said this. <laughs> but, you any, do, you, do you kill any of your family? I mean, do any of your family members appear in your book? Like, what? <laughs> Those are two I different questions. I can speak to this one because <laughs> I, I, I'm a very dark writer. Um, and like after the final episode of uh, Mooncross came out um, in the end of season one, I got over 12,000 emails oh. and they were, what is wrong with you? What happened to you as a child? Have you sought therapy for your trauma? Um, all of this other thing, all of this other stuff in these emails. But the thing that I loved about all of those emails is after they were done going, what the fuck is wrong with you? They, they were like, the when's book. the next book coming out? Yep. Yep. Um, and, and at the end of that book, there's some deaths of some people that are <laughs> you know because moon crossed is you know i've got a i've got a cadre of boys and all older you know nothing weird um but they were all the werewolves that were featured in moon crossed and so these are this is this is my heart family and mm. you know it was funny because one of them came to me and was like you totally killed me. You killed me. And I'm like, I did. And I'd do it again. <laughs> now, now I'm so cool. And I'm like, yes, I am. These are my people. <laughs> yep. I love you. I had to kill you in this book, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I absolutely will. I My, my Deadly Dream series has a body count of over 400, but it's a horror. Oh. It's a, it's an urban fantasy horror series. It's six mm -hmm. books. Okay. They don't all die at once. You well, know. That's like, that's, um, it's like what, one over here. She's book? Like, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Some of you may die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to make. 
All right, Farquad. <laughs> exactly. I'm okay with this. I'm very comfortable with myself. <laughs> what is the condition of your keyboards at this point? I just um, got a new one. I just had to get a new one too. Yeah, but, I wore one out. It's sad. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's it's on my yeah, my my PC. And my S, my D, my C, my N, and my M are like smudged. I got a red dragon. <laughs> yeah, oh, red dragon. I love that brand. Yeah, you know what? I like that they glow and I like that the colors change. <laughs> yeah, mine does the little rainbow thing when I'm typing. Nice. Yeah, you know, and I, got I have to have the click. I, I have to have yeah, the click. Yeah, I love those mechanical keyboards like, and clickies and it yeah. rainbow moves everywhere. It's satisfying <laughs> hearing the click, click, click. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It has to be the right click too because there are different kinds of the... Uh, the. I don't like that soft, weird click where it no. like slowly that comes back off. I'm hard like, click. <laughs> I need to know what happened. Yeah, I need exactly. <laughs> I want some proof <laughs> that that was yes. I need affirmation. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, we've got lots of questions today. Oh my goodness. All right. Anybody write in a different genre than normal? I will sit out because obviously I say yes on that one. Yes. Um I I'm gonna be writing a, a um World War II romance at some point. Oh, wow. That is different for you. Yes, very it's cool. My, it's my grandparents' story. Okay. So so I'm I'm writing that and I, I've got diaries that that have things. I've got pictures from the the boat when they picked up the POWs. I've got the letter that my grandfather wrote my father. So I just have to put it all together. And of course, I have a cover for it. <laughs> no, but that's that's I've seen this, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> there are yes. quite a few covers that are waiting for manuscripts from uh, yeah. yes. from Miss Jane. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so so that's that's out of my wheelhouse, very much so. Um, but you know, it's World War II, so there has to be death. <laughs> Not too far out of no, your wheelhouse. No, but um, but yeah, that that that's going to take me out of my comfort zone. Okay. Yeah, that's I actually wrote a contemporary though. romance. Okay. I have a contemporary romance series, and. Everybody was like, "You are not capable of writing a happy ending," and I'm like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yes. <laughs> I think I surprised myself because I've been leaning now. You know, I just I started with urban fantasy and uh, got into paranormal romance, and now I'm doing a lot of paranormal romantic comedy. <laughs> and I really I love the humor. Like I love humor. I want to have a good time. I want to have a good time, like all the time. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be angry. I want to be happy. <laughs> and I want to laugh. And I want to make people happy. And I want to make them laugh. So, so you're enjoying the story when you write it. Your readers will enjoy the story when they read it. Exactly. So yeah. that's, you know, always what I'm hopeful for. That's like my, my, my whole goal in life is to party and have fun. Basically, I'm a frat boy. <laughs> and that's I what I want to do. I love it. So, you totally need to out. come and hang out on my porch. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's true. It's true. This is well. You know, I'm going to be in Georgia. Uh, when am I going to be in Georgia? In July, 2023 Literary Love Savannah. Um, oh wow! author convention. I'm like five hours from there, though. <laughs> well, I will tell you. I don't know if any of y'all know Shane McClendon. Um, she's actually doing a North American writing tour 
where she's she's driving around and staying with readers and just meeting up with readers all over the country here in Canada and the US. And she stopped here and she was supposed to be here, you know, for a day and then overnight and then leave the next night. And she got here and she's like, I, I don't want to leave. And I'm like, don't, you know, and she's, like, she's like, I've never written so many words in my life in a day. And I'm like, just stay. And so, yeah, we got the guest room. We, we got the whole setup. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Interesting. Absolutely. And the cowboy cooks. Very oh. well. <laughs> uh, no she's on her way because she's missing <laughs> her, her chef. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I am very food motivated. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, when she was coming, he's like, "What would you like me to make?" And I'm like, "Wing it!" And he goes, "I will make steak a poivre and carbonara." And I'm like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, like, make food. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know, I will pretty much eat anything. <laughs> All right. Has anybody ever fallen in love with your character? Oh gosh, every book. Yep. Every single yep. book. Every, every single book. book. Every single All the characters. <laughs> not yep. just the hero, not just the hero. Like I'm I love them all. And they're mm-hmm. all my favorite. Like, especially the one I'm writing. <laughs> like so. Yeah, the the current books that you're writing, you, you end up falling in love with, you yeah. know, the people you're creating. Yes. Yeah. I had one that was a surprise. Um, um, in the Deadly Dream, Dream series, um, I have a character named McNabb who is very quirky. And as I, as I profiled his character, I'm like, oh, my God, this dude would irritate the out of me in real life. And by the end of writing the series, I just absolutely adored him. Um, so that happened. Mm-hmm. So, so to Rebecca's question, 135 <laughs> covers <laughs> waiting for books. And mind you, I've written 69 since 2010. <laughs> but but, I, but like I work, I, I work full time, so. Um. I, I don't, I have one cover for a book mm-hmm. right now, but I usually don't buy the cover for a book until I'm three quarters of the way done with it. Hmm. So, Good. but I also have to stay out of those cover pre-made cover book oh, yeah. groups. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, I could write a book for the cover. Like, no, I could use that money to pay my editor. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm going to hold have, it. I have stopped yeah. the automatic notifications. Yes. If I go to the groups, it's my own my, my own thing, but I have stopped all okay. let me Let me preface this. She sends me emails that start off, Katie, tell me no. <laughs> and then she shows me a cover that I can't say no to anyways. I'm like, why would you send me this? I'm not, the, I'm, I'm not your strong person. I'm weak too. <laughs> she, this she, is why she, I make time. She, <laughs> You're a cover enabler. I will ask yes. you. <laughs> All right. Silly so, characters. I, I want to go to Janet's question. Oh, silliest characters. Yes. Silliest character. 
I've well, got I read a lot of comedy. So. Princess Bride quotes to disarm people. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that. I love the Princess Bride. That's definitely a. That's definitely like a like an, a goal, right? To like get yes. to that kind of, you know, cult classic. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, just the way the characters interact with each other, and to be able to create secondary characters that become legend and are almost bigger than, mm. you know. Yeah. Right. I mean. Right. Like Inigo is my favorite. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love him? <laughs> but I really, I do. I love them. Um, my silliest character that I have, because I write a lot of, you know, PNR comedy, is from a shared world. Uh, it's the fucking A books, Furry United Coalition Newbie Academy, that's created by the wonderful Eve Langley, who is just a comedic genius. <laughs> I, I just, I completely worship this lady. Her books are amazing. And once she opened her world and invited us in, I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. But uh, my first book with her is called Chinchilla and the Devil. And mm -hmm. the devil is a Jersey devil because, you know, Jersey girl. I mm -hmm. write Jersey devils. <clears throat> and his name is Tony Leeds and Tony's a Guido. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> six and a half foot tall, ponytail wearing, you know, Silly Italian slang talking Guido who turns into a giant red half furry, you know, Jersey devil. And he's also a prick. He's a private, resourceful, investigative consultant. <laughs> okay. That. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> he owns that. And uh, he's just real silly and funny and calls his uh, love interest, you know, like things like doll face and pasticcino and just all all silly little you know you just like you want to slap him and you want to kiss him halfway through like you don't know which one or probably both but i do i love tony um and i did a lot of research on the jersey devil for that book so everything else about the devil is actual like folklore in new jersey which is pretty cool <laughs> but yeah he's he's funny he's a character <laughs> he's the character and he's going on sale next month so oh, you know, that's maybe. cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a longer and longer. My um my my con contribution to Rituals and Runes um in Raven Sorceress, my beta sent back to me um that one of their favorite characters is actually the silliest character. He is a gargoyle named Pickle. And they were like, Oh my god, I love Pickle. Pickle needs his own book, and I'm like are you serious? <laughs> you know? So everybody loves pickle. And I, I just really thought that was, that was really interesting because he's just a very silly little character. Um, doesn't actually have any dialogue. It's all in his actions. And so, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a bit surprising for me because I didn't realize how silly and absurd he was, but he's, he's pretty silly. Those become precious though. You know, they're like, mm -hmm. Yeah. to the readers and just important to this you know if it becomes a series like <laughs> he could keep that going <laughs> yeah right. no i had someone right. actually say hey have you thought about 3d printing you know pickle figurines and i'm like well i haven't before <laughs> but now i do <laughs> now i am now i want to do that yeah smoke yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I'm like I'm like the only thing that the only the silliest character that I wrote I wrote with Katie, and and he was a snarky cat <laughs> that that needed to help a demon fight the the seven deadly sins. So <laughs> and and very well, unwilling yeah. as cats go. Yes, very unwilling. <laughs> yes, I just got two cats, so I'm like in love with my cats, and I'm 
very into this whole like cat worshiping culture. <laughs> we should worship them. <laughs> They're awesome. That's what they think, at least. <laughs> you know what? And like, who are we to say no? <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> I think that they they're on the right track. I'm like, okay, whatever you want, <laughs> sure. All right. So we went well, funny. Now question. let's go sad. Who's who's cried while writing a scene? I don't cry. I, I sat <laughs> in Atlanta Bread Company, and I was just there for an afternoon with a writer friend, and I was sobbing. And I had other patrons coming up to me going, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm a writer. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever written anything that that surprised you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be writing. I'll be like, how the hell did this happen? (laughs) This was not in the plan. Stop. I intended to kill a character all the way up till the last two chapters of the book and then realized mm-hmm. I couldn't kill him had to rewrite parts of the book the entire, to make sure I yes. didn't kill that character yes <laughs> couldn't do it couldn't pull the trigger mm-hmm. yeah she's no, not like, like me <laughs> she's not yeah, like I me yeah I like come out of my office and then like you are not gonna believe what just happened <laughs> yeah. I think characters sometimes have you know their own ideas of what's supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. I find that surprising just with every book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have their own agenda. And you they, give them the yeah. personality, you gotta expect them to use it. Yeah. And when you're like, do you really want to do this? Like, this is not realistic. And they're like, well, you know, you're writing about a werewolf. And I'm like, yeah, okay. This doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, it's funny though, because like you ever get like reviews like that too, where somebody's like, Well, this wasn't believable. I'm like, oh, but the dragon was the dragon yeah. was yeah, <laughs> like oh, where do you live? <laughs> that was okay with you. All right. You're right. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's what happened with with season of the dragon. One of my reviews was like, Well, you know, it the fact that they had food was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, well, you didn't read to book three because book three hasn't all explained anyway before But the demon talking to me with the pickle sidekick is fine. <laughs> yes, <know>. exactly. <laughs> That's okay. You're like, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I try to be nice. I try not to read the reviews, but I they're important. Right. You need them. Thank you. Anybody who yes. writes them. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you, give you. me one star. I'm okay with that. Although I have read I have one series that is very very borderline autobiographical. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had one reviewer say, That's so unrealistic. Nobody would ever do that. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I, I actually did that, you know. <laughs> I don't know that I need to reevaluate my life or, you know. Yeah, I was like, that one stuck with me for a little while. But I actually love my one-star reviews more than I love my five stars. And that's not, please don't purposefully write me one to make me happy. <laughs> um, but I learn a lot from them. And sometimes, like, my earlier books, there's a lot of potty mouth in those books. Mm-hmm. And I've had reviews that say the, the swearing was unnecessary. And I'm like, yes, it fucking was. Yes. <laughs> you know? and, um, you know. Yeah, I've, I've been told that, that swearing. <laughs> people stick on. It really is. Yeah. 
Well, I never understand that because I'm like, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> like, maybe you don't talk like that, but that's how I talk. Yeah. It's like, I, grew up <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Why would you have to say that? I'm like, because like, I say this word words. every three words. This is what I say. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like unnecessary. I'm like, this is dialogue. People speak like this where I'm from. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yes. That's not what I'm talking my house. There's I don't know what y'all are doing wrong. It's like sprinkles on a cake. Yeah. yeah. You no, know. <laughs> like, I'm not swearing. Where did I come from Paris? Like, where? where? You know, and they're like, what? I can't help it. I'm just like, okay. And it I don't want to sound real. And if people are, you know, if that's what they say, that's what they say. So I, I don't get that. Well, I'm like, you know, uh, it sounds like if you have a lot of advice about how books should be written, you should try it. Right. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. And then they should, you know, then they say, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. No, because no. they go on to publish those books, which actually hurts us indie authors because people that aren't going to put the editing into it and the research into it and oh, no, no, no. the heart into it. Try all of it, not just. You know, I'm saying try the whole writing. Yeah, you got to do it all right. Yeah, you got to do it all right. Yeah, so it's like that huge thing. shock after you, when you really, you know, you write your first book and, you know, you're on fire, you write the thing, you get it edited, and then you release it and you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> I man, love that. I can get this yes. next one out in the same amount of time as I did the first one. But what people don't realize is you're spending so much time marketing and building your brand and building, you know, your audience that now your writing time has literally been cut in half. I'm like, come at me for that. You yep. know? Right. Um, yep. That's part of like this set, which I think is also why indie authors join anthologies and especially a list aiming anthology, because we're actually given, you know, a lot of tools that will help us with our careers when we do this, you know, when we come together and we're given, you know, when you have a set, manager like Gina, like Naughty Nights Press, who gives you like a set of tasks and says, this is what you need to do. And I mean, believe me, it's not all like sunshine and roses. No. A lot of people resist this. You know, let's face it, we're adults. We don't like to be told what to do. But, <laughs> but I do in order to learn. I need help. Sometimes you need to listen. <laughs> and sometimes, yes. you, you know, I find following directions really difficult for me. Like, I, I, you know, first of all, I'm done paying attention to you after like 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm like looking at something else. I'm thinking about something like, what? What did I have to do? So it is a little hard. But in these anthologies, like we're given tasks and we're broken up into groups and you know, you're taught tools that you really need because when you're an indie author, you're not just a writer. You know, no. you're a writer, you're an editor, you're someone who now needs to be able to interview people who are going to do this for you, who are going to edit for you because you can't just blindly trust, you know, that it's no. going to go. You have to take an active role. And like, for me, this is my job. This is my profession. This is my career. So like, I'm doing this all day. I'm writing every day. You know, people ask me, well, how often do you write? I'm like, every single day I write. Every single Stephen day. King said, <laughs> I mean, writing is like mass, and yeah. God gets upset with you if you don't show up for mass. So <laughs> even if it's 500 words, yeah, I'm a Catholic, so I got that resonated. Yeah. Uh, but even if it's 500 words, I get up early and I hammer out that 500 every single day. It doesn't mean they're good words. It doesn't yeah, mean I'm writing is impressed. So mm -hmm. we get better the more we do it. Yeah. yeah. 
but mm-hmm. the writing's not enough. <laughs> you know, you have to market, yeah. you have to edit, you have to format, you have to do a million things. And yeah, you can't just stand up on the mountain and go buy my book. No, well, you know, the other thing is, unfortunately, you can't. Which I mean, you I can would like do, to that. do that. I don't know who's listening, <laughs> but you're not going to be successful. <laughs> no, and the thing is, is what worked worked last year? Okay, do y'all remember when first in series free was like a magic bullet? Yeah. Oh. Now oh, yeah. it doesn't mean anything, uh, you know, hardly, and and it's changing. And you know, a funny thing about the task that I signed up for. Um, I signed up for video stuff and I was thinking that, oh, I'll just be making trailers because I know how to do that. I'm fair (laughs) to middling at it. And I'm like, I can totally do that. What I didn't realize is I was actually committing to TikTok stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) no, because that's reels, you need TikToks, you need, and it's constantly changing, like with any, you know entrepreneurial mm-hmm. career like you need to know mm-hmm. what is current you need to know yep. what and i'm not even talking about like the writing i'm not suggesting you not be true to yourself and write to you know whatever's popular at the time like no write whatever it is that you write but you still have to know how to market it and how to speak about it and right. how to reach your audience because that's what's important reaching your target audience finding and, new you know, readers yeah Mm-hmm. And that's what these sets do, like, right, we're all these authors, we come together, we share our audience, which is what, you know, I always say to people, readers read, like, right. so however fast you're producing or not producing, like, readers aren't just waiting, because, I mean, look, you said you read fast, like, I read fast, I can read a book, yeah. you know, yeah. if I like it, I can read it, so if it takes you eight months to put out your next book, well, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> you know, if I'm waiting for you, I'm going to read somebody else in the meantime. But if you use your newsletter to show me other authors who I might be interested in, then, hey, I'm going to stay in touch with you. Right. You know, I'm going to keep coming back because, you know what, you introduced me to this author who I really like, and then she introduced me to him. And then so it's this wonderful, beautiful sharing of audiences and growing your own readership, which is how you become successful, you know? Right. I think that it's really the only way we can become successful because let's face it, you know, people, big business, top five, like they're not looking to make you famous. <laughs> you know, right. they their guys to be famous, you know? Right. Like big ebook platforms, they have their own imprints and they want to, you know, support their authors. So mm-hmm. this is important that we come together like this, you know, and that we raise each other and that, you know, we, we get each other known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Reading. Keep the readers reading. Like, that needs to be a slogan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that. yes. <laughs> Keep them engaged. That's yeah. the whole, yeah. you know, whether whether it's my stuff, your stuff, Bella's stuff, or Katie's stuff, you know. Well, and that's I don't that, care. You know, it's all like paranormal romance we're talking about. Like everyone's like subgenre is so different. And I find that, you know, fascinating because sometimes I'm in a dark mood and I want to read something where like 400 people are going to die. I got you. I got you. You got you. Yes. Like me, and you mentioned like classics. Like I read all the classics. Like I love Austin. I love the Brontes. I I love Shakespeare. I'll go back and, you know, like I'm reading different stuff all the time. And I really think that readers do also. Oh, yeah. I think that we're never hurting each other when we do this. I think we're only it's helping. It's not a competition. It's no. a community. Exactly. Because <laughs> that, you know, that's what they did. Damn it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all you know, the negativity has got to you know just kind of brush that away. Yeah, I kind of go like that with it. <laughs> I don't even the other way. I don't even see half the time, and I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, what hot? No, never mind. No, I don't care. Do not care. Like, what do you guys like they're just no. Oh, so and so said this about. I'm like, who, who? Who, who said cares? Who are you? Who is that? Hey, if you've got time to get involved in the drama, you're not writing fast enough. Yeah, like, no. I'm like, exactly. right. like something else exactly. to do. Most of the time I look up and I'm like, Bella, and I'm like, what happened? Who said what? Where? Oh, never mind. I'm going to go back. Like, I have no <laughs> idea. In the world That's I live just in. Just a like... distraction. There you go. <laughs> it's silly. It's silly. Back to the writing cave. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is the, pretty much. It's all messy and terrifying. After, after next week, I'll I'll sit down and really seriously get back into writing. But I haven't written since I, you know. Well, you're getting ready to do the big move and everything too, so I'm sure that throws a, a wrench in your schedule. What That's, move? I don't ever want to move. Closing up with when the, I the move out of house. Oh, oh, closing the well, closing yeah. Out. It's the seasonal close. I'm like, what move? <laughs> Where am I moving? It's still I'm moving. Closing the trailer for the season. Closing the trailer and going back to New Hampshire for the winter. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I, where am I moving? <laughs> Sorry, Katie. Apparently that doesn't qualify. <laughs> no, it's just packing up and, and winterizing and stuff. That's and saying goodbye to the ocean. The pretty Aww. ocean. <laughs> Yeah, you trade one good view for another. Yeah. So mountains, mountains, to <laughs> mountains and snow, and then the beach. What the heck? <laughs> I told you you could come visit. <laughs> you can all come, come visit. Don't tell me. Any weekend. <laughs> and my husband will cater to us. Like I said, don't tempt me. I'll show up on your doorstep one day. <laughs> and, and we'll welcome you. Careful oh. what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 oh, we, we do still have okay. a couple more questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't say writing them. It's when you find out your father's read them that you kind of go, oh. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the question? It's really teeny tiny and I can't read it. Do, do writing sexy scenes embarrass you while All you're right. writing them? While we actually them. talked about this pregame. Um, <laughs> I'm a dirty whore in real life. I love sex. I have sex multiple times a day. Okay. But I cannot write sex scenes because when I'm writing them, I feel so embarrassed and I'll be sitting there going, cock. <laughs> and it, my, my adult son walked into my office one day while I was writing a sex scene and I just looked up at him. He knows. And he goes, Oh my God, mom, mom, you're writing a sex scene, aren't you? And I'm like, I am, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he just like backed out of the room slowly. And I'm like, I'm such a terrible person. So yeah, I I am so, I am embarrassed while I'm writing the scene. And, and it, you know, when I go back and I read it and I cringe and I'm like, oh my God, I said the word nipple. Uh, and yeah. So that's that's a, that's a thing for me. I am not embarrassed 
um, at all. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, is it hot enough? What's another yeah, word for cock? Like, How many times can I use it on this page? It's funny because like, I think sex scenes have like, um, for me, they've like evolved into almost just, uh, instead of just like mechanical, like he's stuck A into B, <laughs> you know, it's just become more about like the character's thoughts and feelings and while they're doing this. And, you know, sometimes it's funny as it should be funny. Yeah. Sometimes there's dialogue while sex is happening because dialogue happens during sex, mm -hmm. you know, silly mm -hmm. shit happens. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's supposed to be an expression of love, not, you know, like right. I'm not writing porn, I'm writing romance. <laughs> so it's, it's different. And like, yes, yes, I use dirty words and I use, you know, you can only use cock on a page once. Oh <laughs> well, just checking if you're still listening. You know, I, I don't, uh, it doesn't embarrass me. I just think that it does change and it has to change just like in real life. It has to change because who wants it to be stale and, you know, the same. So I guess it just depends. You know, I don't I need the, uh, the sexual thesaurus. That's what I need. You know, like, oh, oh my God. The, the dirty I words for have, like, naughty words for yeah. nice authors. Oh, yes. You've got to pick that up. Naughty words yes. for nice authors. <laughs> there's a, oh, you know, there's a funny one. I, I post these silly things sometimes and it's like romance writer lingo for penis. And so oh, they're so hilarious. Like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they're just so damn funny. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who says these things? Who wrote that? Who wrote that? <laughs> you know, like your love bud. <laughs> yeah. Her cluster of nerves. I'm like, oh, that sounds uh, gross. <laughs> And let's all talk about friends. the dirtiest word of all, how none of us are ever allowed to say. What are we not allowed to say? The, the, word. the C word. <laughs> you know what? I've actually read this. People people aren't as bad, you know, about that word as they are about the word moist. No yes. one wants to hear moist. No. <laughs> no. Unless it has to do with cake. Yeah, cake is moist. <laughs> so, Jane, I don't know if you can see these, but I am sending you... <laughs> my romance lingo funny posts because I died when I read these. I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh no. When I when I see other authors post those, so what are words that you don't like to see in a book? I'm like reading that thing. I'm looking at all the comments, and I'm like, oh good, I don't use any of those. So do you see the rigid sword of? I'm like, what? Like who does that? Yeah. I don't know, and I've never talked about anyone's penis like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, look, can we all just agree? Dicks are ugly. That's my little phrase. There's, there's, there's like a whole Omegaverse thing or like this nodding thing, and then there's all these pictures in these groups of like alien cock. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And why are we looking at this? And it looks. You painful. just hurt my head. Yeah, you yeah. Just like, my, it, my brain it just made out. my brain explode. And there's a huge like subculture for this. And someone was like, "Oh, you should write this." I'm like, "There's no. a fetish for everything." <laughs> yeah, how is even, who is describing this so detailed with like the four veins and like the two bulbous things and then these like barbs? And I'm like, 
ow hard like i gave birth no. okay and that freaks me out <laughs> like, no i mean i'm in some weird shape but barbs yeah I'm no. like, you have to look at this <laughs> i mean more power to you if you write it if you read it if you like this and any good for you there's i don't know i haven't gotten, i have not evolved there yet i cannot do this yeah. you have to show rebecca's last comment. wait what'd she say the moist one? No. Oh, the purple no, no, yogurt. No, no, no. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> when I first heard about dinosaur porn, oh, yeah. I I was yeah, in I a that bread, and I was writing with with a writer friend. And she said something about dinosaur porn, and I said that's bullshit. And she goes, "It's not." So I pick up my Kindle, and I'm like. And I, so I have a thing, you know, and so I There's like a guy who writes this stuff and he's always like, in oh, the you're top. talking about Chuck Tingle. Is that, mm -hmm. I don't even know who it is. All I know is I see him. He has, he has, he has produce everything. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't with you people. Y'all need Jesus. I mean, I'm deviant, but y'all need Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging. Oh my God, Hallelujah, man. Amen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading I out loud. Vikings. I think I need Odin. <laughs> I think more Thor. Like yeah, some people need something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm reading this dinosaur porn out loud in the Panera and so my yeah to my friend and and she's like Bella and I'm like no 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 I gotta go on it was like nine o'clock at night and and she goes Bella and I look and I'm like oh Oh, yeah. There was a church lady group from like <laughs> the Methodist church that was meeting there, and they're all looking at me horrified. Mm. And I'm like, I'm kind of used to getting that look a lot anyway. <laughs> and I'm just like, y'all need to loosen up. <laughs> you know? You should have said, and I know you want to read that book. Here's the cover. <laughs> so you can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I get told, um, like my son, who was in eighth grade, and that's a wonderful age for boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and his friends all tell him. So he's lying. Like, it's not. Well, you know what? He's my baby. So, I, you know, he is wonderful. My <laughs> baby's in eighth grade, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd say, you know, your mom writes werewolf porn. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, I don't. <laughs> I write dragon porn, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. The world of stuff is romantic now. <laughs> anyway, they said, just tell them to shut up. They can't read anyway. It's fine. <laughs> but um, he doesn't mind. He thinks it's funny, which I'm glad. Because I hear sometimes people, like their kids get a little embarrassed. Does that happen to any of you? Are your children embarrassed by your um, romance writing? <laughs> no. My, my kids, they, they don't they don't care. But, you know, they will tell people, oh, yeah, my mom's a writer. And, like, when they're like, well, what does she write? And they're like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't write a lot of steamy. Like, my my vampire thirst books are, are kind of steamy, but not over the top. Um, 
they get weirded out when people are like, oh, your mom wrote this book called Mooncross. Is that any good? Because so many people that they know are, are, are characters in that book that they're like, nobody that we know should ever read that book. You know, that's the only time that they... Yeah, it's the only time that there's any kind of reticence from my kids, but otherwise they're like, you go, mom. You know, I used to speak at a lot of conferences and do a lot of Comic Cons, and they would all be like, yeah, my mom's at Comic Con, and, you know, she's got all these, like, people buying, like, you know, this opportunity photo ops and signed books and stuff from her, and they thought that was the coolest thing in the world, you know, so I'm really lucky that my kids are so supportive. No, yeah, I scarred my daughter. <laughs> not not with sex scenes, but with with a scary scene. You know, she, she wouldn't read any of my books. None of them. She she only read one that she begged me to write. It was about my high school years. And then last year, when I saw the cover to Silent Night, I said, because she's a Christmas freak, I said, you have to read this if I write it. And she goes, only if I can write it with you. And I said, okay. <laughs> I, and and so she read that one, but the scene that she picked up, I think it was, um, it had to have been in Georgia Rain, where my my bad guy did surgery on kids. He kidnapped. Uh, that was my F, one of my FBI series, and she she I think she picked it up. She read it, and she got so freaked out that her mother wrote that. <laughs> I'm probably thinking about where's all that rage, Ma. And yeah, I, I've seen Rebecca. <laughs> um, no. I started publishing, well, I started writing in 2014, and my first series is urban fantasy, but it's almost young adult, so it's very clean. So my middle daughter actually read those books, which I was grateful for because she was a little younger, and, you know, like those are probably appropriate for like ages 12 and up. Um, but uh, back to uh, rituals and runes, uh, that one, which does read urban fantasy, there are actually sex scenes in that, which is a little different. So I wouldn't, you know, recommend that for like ages 12, more like a little, mm -hmm. little older, a little older. But I did start off with, you know, it was more like coming of age, like werewolf story. It's uh, mm -hmm. But she's the basis for like my entire world that I write in. So like all these books I write, they're all in one universe, you know? So it's all, they're kind of all following the same paranormal rules, which I think is probably why like I can come out with these series quickly because the world's established, you know? And it's just like different groups of supernaturals, mostly shifters, a couple of vampires, a lot of witches lately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they're, uh, you know, they're, they're all in there and it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. um, but, so I have had one of my kids <laughs> read stuff that I wrote, but nothing dirty. I told them they're not allowed. <laughs> but I now my kid goes to private school. Uh, she goes to Catholic school. And one of her teachers uh, actually stopped me recently to tell me how she really enjoyed this kind of dirty uh, dragon series that I had. I was just like, oh, <laughs> And she was like, well, when is the next one? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can never look at you again. And I'm never going to back to school night. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my daughter said, oh, you know, Miss So-and-so said she liked this. And I was like, oh, my God. 
And I'm like, okay, thank you. But, you know, so that was a little, that was a little embarrassing. <laughs> I think I felt like I got caught, you know, like I got caught doing something bad. Right? Yeah. I think, I think my sons read some of my stuff. I, I, you know, we wrote together when he was younger. So, um, but outside of, and when he turned 18, I said, okay, you can read whatever I have if you want. You know, um, my dad has read everything. My mother has read everything but the first book. Because both my dad and I said, no, my husband's read most of my stuff except for that first book. <laughs> yeah, survival games is brutal. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, that one, that one is really brutal. <laughs> so, we are over time. Uh, oh. One more time before we go, though, tell us which books uh, you are contributing to Rituals and Runes, which is out on Tuesday. Go ahead, CD. Oh. Okay, so I'm writing Air Witch. Well, I wrote Air Witch along with Gina Kincaid. Uh, we collaborated on this. It's a Witches of Westwood Academy book. It's book two, and it's just a whole lot of fun. Uh, it's it's there's there's secrets in here. There are mysteries. There's romance. Um, you, I, I hope you love it. <laughs> I hope you love it because I really loved writing it. It was uh, definitely an adventure for me, and just the book in general. Uh, Rituals and Runes. You're going to get 30 brand new paranormal romance and urban fantasy stories for just 99 cents, but only through Saturday. Yes. Once Saturday comes, the price goes way up and you know, you, you really don't want to miss out. It's uh, it's really going to be something and you would be helping support us indie authors trying to hit a list with this set and we appreciate you and you know, we, we really do this for our readers and we're just kind of thrilled to get this out. It's been a, a year in the making, you know, and it was just wonderful working with all these wonderfully talented women and I'm just so excited. And thank you so much for having us tonight. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Welcome. welcome back anytime. Bella, you want to tell us one more time about yours? Sure. I wrote The Raven Sorceress and it is a story of exploration, self-discovery, uh, uh, self-sacrifice, and just really identifying yourself and who you love and loving yourself um, and very much a coming of age story. So it's, it's, to me, it's a beautiful story. I so loved writing it and I really hope that folks enjoy it and, you know, pick it up and, you know, really just, just dig into all these stories. All these stories are amazing. I've had the pleasure of reading a lot of them and I'm, I'm so excited and humbled to be a part of that amazing group. And I hope everybody picks it up and I hope they read it and really just just lose yourself in it because these are such amazing stories. All right. Jane, do you want to tell us about yours? Yep. Jasmine is in the set and that's the eighth fractured fairy tale and it's a retelling of Aladdin. So I have that. And uh... I love that book. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs> I like you. Yeah. For it, And it was a surprisingly clean book. Which, you know, some of the people on the show, you know, like fell off their chair when they read it. And they said, you wrote a clean book. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, so yes. Always <laughs> keeping us on our toes. Yep. Trying to. 
<laughs> and for everyone out in the audience, thank you guys so much for hanging out and keeping the chat thank so lively. You. We loved all of your questions. Uh, Spilling is going to be off for the rest of the month of October. We will be back in November and yes. we're bringing back a fan favorite, but I'm not telling you who you'll have to come back and find out until then guys, everybody take care, read rituals and runes, and we will see you in November. Thank you. Bye. Bye.